This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. Here's not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Hey, Joe. Well, I'm at one of the many properties of embattled property giant Evergrande, and the residents here um, are very worried about the uh, all this negative news potentially impacting the prices of their properties, even in the big city uh, like Beijing. Uh, today, uh, there was even more bad news when Evergrande had uh, filed for uh, protection from creditors in a New York court. Uh, the company says that it's applied under Chapter 15, which says that non-U.S. companies um, undergoing a restructuring can be safeguarded uh, from creditors uh, who might be looking to sue them or tie up their assets in the United States. Uh, Evergrande says that it's restructuring uh, uh, talks in that are underway in Hong Kong, uh, the British Virgin Islands, as well as the Cayman Islands, uh, should be recognized in a restructuring hearing on September 20th. Now, the uh, news of this filing had hit stock prices um, in Asia. People were uh, really concerned. And so the, the Evergrande late in the day clarified uh, that uh, to, to the Hong Kong Exchange that this is a technical move, saying that the application is a normal procedure for the offshore debt restructuring and does not involve a bankruptcy petition. Uh, there is a lot of concern and sensitivity right now about the real estate sector. And then Evergrande also uh, was hit by some other news, which is that uh, the uh, domestic property arm uh, confirmed that uh, Chinese regulators are investigating it for what they described as a breach of disclosure rules. And local media say that the probe is for suspected data manipulation. Now, adding further to the gloom, the mid-sized commercial developer Soho China, which um, recently um, had been a target uh, for possible investment and takeover by Blackstone, uh, had um, uh, flagged its profits. They said that they fell 93 percent in the first half of the year due to uncertainty. And there has been a ton of uncertainty these days in the real estate sector. Our country is going to hell. And we're not going to be the big bar. We have power, but it's waning. In fact, it's waning in terms of our currency. And I'm not just talking about the value of our currency. I'm talking about our currency being used throughout the world. You want it to remain. You want the dollar to remain the world's reserve currency. Well, I think it's bigger than losing any war. I think if it doesn't. Uh, look, we are already reverting to third world status in many ways. You look at our airports, you look at our terminals, you look at our filthy roads and broken roads and everything else. We're like a third world country. We have something that's very powerful, and that's our dollar all mm -hmm. over. Mm -hmm. But you take a look at what's happening to it now with other countries not using it. And you know China wants to replace it with mm -hmm. the yuan. Mm -hmm. And it was unthinkable with us unthinkable would never have happened now people are thinking about it that could happen would you have liked for the eo to have done 
Sure. Well, first, uh, credit where credit is due. The executive order does take an important step in the right direction. But if we want to stop fueling our own destruction, I don't think that it can be the last step. Right now, Americans usually unwittingly are funding the People's Liberation Army, paying for things like aircraft carriers, stealth fighter jets, artillery shells, and facilitating a mass surveillance and oppression of the Chinese people. And I don't think that any honest analysis of the executive order suggests it would stop that. It gives the Treasury Department the lead. It gives Treasury more off-ramps than the New Jersey Turnpike. And if you listen to what Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has said, I'm confident she'll take every single one of those off-ramps. And worst of all, the bulk of the national security threat and the vast majority of American investment into China remain untouched by the executive order. We need to restrict public market investments into Chinese firms collaborating with the PLA or complicit in the CCP's human rights abuses, whereas this tackles a narrow subset of private investments. I think the bottom line from my perspective is that the CCP is an adversary and you don't defeat an adversary or deter an adversary by shoveling billions of dollars into their military and technology program. And we have to ask ourselves if we want the pension fund, the overall retirement health of millions of Americans to be dependent on the success of investing in things like aircraft carriers, artillery shells, and fighter jets. So I hope we tackle this from a congressional perspective. I hope we legislate an enduring solution that endures across different administrations and also, by the way, provide certainty to the financial business community who may not want to go in as aggressive a direction as I want to go, but need a glide path, need that certainty, and don't want to ping pong back and forth between different presidencies and different executive orders. So, so you, you have, uh, you're going down the list. So you don't think endowments at, at universities should, you don't think tax-exempt uh, entities should be financing the CCP. You singled out BlackRock, or Congress did BlackRock and MSCI. What, why those two? Boy, there's a, a target on BlackRock. They can't do anything right. Well, I mean, there's obviously BlackRock is one of the biggest players uh, in the game. And we're really trying to understand how these uh, companies, uh, how these entities, uh, particularly on the passive side of things, when you're dealing with ETFs and indexes, how they think about this, why they would have certain blacklisted companies in their index um, in order to gather information that would inform sensible legislation. So we're still in the beginning stages of this investigation. We'll have to see where it takes us. And we want to get answers from MSCI and BlackRock. Uh, we know that BlackRock in particular has advocated for greater U.S. investment investments into Chinese companies. We've also heard from hearing witnesses under oath that it offered funds that included PLA contractors and other concerning companies. From our perspective, we don't think BlackRock or MSCI should funnel American dollars into certain companies like this. And we need to close the loopholes and at a minimum ensure Americans are not knowingly or unknowingly funding the Chinese Communist Party. So, again, that's what this investigation is about. That's what our analysis of the executive order is about. It's about figuring out what is the best legislative approach to putting guardrails on outbound capital flows so we aren't knowingly funding our own destruction or abetting egregious human rights abuses. That's the principle. I'll concede it's very difficult to put into practice, but that's why we're doing a very deliberate investigation with an eye towards informing legislation. Let's try an experiment. We've actually got some charts and graphs to show the right. points that you've been making. So to your point, the CPI overall, the level is up 17%. Yeah. Now, 30 months into it, 
Biden's inflation rate, 7.4% at an annual rate. Yours, less than 2%, 1.9%. It's actually a perfect number, too. Unbelievable. You're a student of inflation, right? You know how inflation... But literally... 2% 2% is the perfect number. They actually don't want it to be zero. Yeah. They want it to be 2%, and we hit 2%, if you think, 1.9%. And by the way, I love your commentary, but look at this. Grocery prices, food at home, the level is up 20%. Under your administration, 2%, again. And then finally, on gasoline, uh, Biden's back to 387. That's this yeah, week. Going up. Yours was around two dollars a gallon. Right. Actually, that's right. this is the stuff that's driving people crazy. Let's go to the second one. Okay. He says he's created um, 13 million new jobs. Nobody can find it. Yeah. Okay. 2.1 million. You had 4.9 million. That's right. He says he's created 800,000 manufacturing jobs. Uh, no one can find them. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's maybe recovery from COVID, but that's all. You had more than twice as many. And then the other thing in terms of people hurting and living uh, paycheck to paycheck, the mortgage rate has jumped from 2.65% to 7.5%, yeah. 7.51. That is killing people. And I don't know that anyone's interviewed a president before and done all these numbers, but, you know, I know you like to do the numbers. And this is the story. There was a Trump boom and there's a Bidenomics bust. Friday, 18 August, Chevrolet 2023. This is the uh, the framing of um, of this battle before us. And the world is on uh, the world is on fire, not just geopolitical risks. The uh, entire phoniness that we have warned you about for for years, if you watch me on, if you were one of the listeners on Breitbart Radio for a decade now, we've been hammering away at, at the underwriting of the American people unwittingly underwriting the Chinese Communist Party. It's all collapsing before you. In bankruptcy court in New York, $380 billion of life, $380 billion. How much a Vanguard, how much a Larry Fink? Larry Fink, one of the most destructive individuals in the history of this nation. Larry Fink of BlackRock. One of the most destructive individuals in the history of this nation. What he tried to do on ESG, CRT, this radical, all this radical crap he tried to put in the companies they would put their money in. This asset manager, destructive. Right now in a bankruptcy court, $380 billion liability. How much of that is U.S. pension funds? Doesn't even talk about the what is the the the, the Sha- Zhangji, the shadow banking companies. Not just it's not just Evergrande that we've called this over a year ago. It's just not Evergrande. Remember, and, oh, and the Chinese Communist Party local authorities caught them for data manipulation. Yeah, they're going to take somebody out and shoot them this afternoon. They've been manipulating the data. The companies manipulate the data. The auditors manipulate the data. The CCP manipulates the data. It's all open secret. This is not lost on the Wall Street guys. They know it's a Ponzi scheme. And now you got the shadow banking. I think there's another $250 billion in the shadow banking. Nobody knows what that is. And we don't know what American pension funds put money even into that. And then you hear President Trump. Just logical, right? Think about it for a second. Uh, a, a, a individual delivered that type of growth and that type of economy to the American people. And, and just the crisp logic. Who else can do that? Tell me, Show me another candidate you know chris christie they can't balance their checkbooks trump's sitting there and that perfect answer the 1.9 percent of inflation he goes larry remember the target's two they don't want zero inflation and we certainly don't want deflation 
You got it's it's always the the Fed's numbers too. Trump right off top is it bang right there. Please show me Biden. This is this a joke? They're coming at him. <clears throat> I think ninety some uh, indictments in seven hundred years. We want a hundred. We bet it. We want a hundred and a thousand years. Let's just do it. Let's go. Boris Epstein, you join us here. I know you stepped out of meaning to do this, uh, but I want to play that. I know you are a former financier. You look at the debacle. The world is collapsing because of the Chinese phony numbers. They can't they can't kick it down the road. They're talking this morning. People are saying China's got to come up immediately with a trillion dollar cash infusion. They're just going to print that a cash infusion. I'm going to talk about Birch Gold in a second. If you've ever (laughs) if you've never talked to a Birch Gold guy, today's the day. Go do it. Go talk to him. Immerse yourself in precious metals as a, a hedge against this this disaster. Boris Epstein, your thoughts. Steve, honor to be with you, honor to be with the posse this morning. My thoughts are that, you know, 15 years ago, we used to think that, well, maybe the Democrats are just inept. Maybe the Democrats just don't know what they're doing. Maybe this isn't all just a calculated uh, attack, intentional attack on the United States of America. How can we think that anymore? If you look at where we are now, and those numbers that Larry Kudlow put out were actually were great. If you look at the destruction perpetrated upon the American people, the destruction perpetrated upon the United States of America by the Chinese Communist Party, by our adversaries, and allowed to happen by the Biden crime family, there's only one answer. This is an intentional sellout of the United States. And now the information in the last 24 hours that Joe Biden was using a pseudonym, you're hiding his name as he was taking part in these absolutely shady, underhanded tactics and deals to enrich him and his cabal. There's no doubt about it. What has happened is an is an intentional sellout of the American people, of the American economy, and of the United States of America as a whole by the Biden crime family, by the Democrat regime, and by the Uniparty, as you as you pointed out so aptly, Steve. And that is exactly why we need President Trump back in office as soon as humanly possible. And that's why polling, like the one that just came out this morning where he's up by 49, 50 points, is exactly what we need to see as he marches back to the Oval Office. Boris, hang on for a second. I know you've stepped out of a meeting. I just got to hold you to a short commercial break. I want your thoughts on another topic. As we're going to, Rogan and Hanley's going to come in and join us about what Boris and I just talked about after Boris leaves. But I want Boris's... um, observations on Fox and Friends this morning. They're bouncing. Deucey's bouncing up and down the white sofa. Falling in love. He's got a new love. Short break. Back in the warm in a moment. Are you tired of progressive corporations and exhausted trying to keep up with all the virtue signaling when you're simply trying to buy products? Progressive corporate America continues to push messaging that further alienates conservative Americans, all while eroding the future of the American dream. It's prominent all over the country. Companies like Starbucks strong-arming their customers to support abortion. Financial services like PayPal canceling customers for their political views. Makeup companies like Maybelline making a mockery of women by supporting transgender models. And beer companies like Bud Light forcing gender ideology on you when all you want is to enjoy a cold beer. Thankfully, we don't have to fund these companies any longer. 
with our hard-earned dollars. With Public Square, we now have a solution. It's simple. Join the movement of millions of patriotic Americans who love truth, our country, and our Constitution at publicsq.com. That's publicsq.com. Public Square is an app and website where you can get connected to tens of thousands of businesses from all different industries that share your value for life, family, and freedom. Whether you're looking to buy coffee, find a new athletic clothing that knows what a woman is, and shop for clean skin care, or simply find a new restaurant in your community that won't lecture you about your political views, publicsq.com is your resource. Public Square also offers discounts to many high-quality businesses on the platform so that you can actually receive incentive for spending money with companies that don't hate you. Public Square is free to join as consumer or a business owner, and you can get started today at publicsq.com. Remember, either as a consumer or a business owner, download the app now. That's publicsq.com, publicsq.com. The New York Times had a story that is, uh, I'm sure it's caused some embarrassment with the DeSantis camp, uh, Axiom Strategies, which is a company owned by Jeff Rowe, who is the chief strategist of Ron DeSantis' super PAC, uh, Never Back Down, posted online essentially blunt advice for uh, Ron DeSantis to use at the presidential debate that's going to be coming up on Wednesday on Fox. And he, the reason, you know, they cannot have a super PAC cannot directly coordinate with a campaign. So sometimes they post stuff online because they know that people will look online. Well, it turns out kind of dangerous because somebody con contacted the New York Times and said, hey, look, we know exactly what Ron DeSantis should be doing according to his super PAC at the Fox yeah, debate. His super PAC uh, has hundreds of pages of memos, advice, internal polling. And here are some of the debate strategies that they want Ron DeSantis to see. Attack Joe Biden and the media at the debate. State positive vision for America. Take a sledgehammer to Vivek <laughs> Ramaswamy, they Great. say because he's a newcomer and he's rising in the polls. And defend Donald Trump from Chris Christie's inevitable attacks. And it also says attack Joe Biden and the media no less than three to five times. Okay, so, so back up just for one second. The golden rule of debate prep is right. don't give away what you're going to say yeah. in the debate. Right. But yet this, as Steve points out, the campaign rules against coordinating directly between a super PAC and a candidate. Can't do that. It's no, no. So they do post it. Not quite so glaringly in right. this case. It's, it's crazy. Here's the problem with what they have done. Now, when tens of thousands, uh, tens of millions of people are watching on Wednesday night for the Fox debate. Now, every time Ron DeSantis is going to answer a question, people are going to go, hmm, that was scripted. I bet that was scripted. You know, it, it's great for Vivek Ramshwamy and it's great for Chris Christie because they now know the game plan against him according to the Super PAC. So, so you got to figure that they are both preparing a comeback so that after Ron DeSantis does something, say he attacks uh, Chris Christie as the the memo details, Chris Christie is probably going to uh, turn toward Ron DeSantis and say, okay, Governor, is that your thought or is that just your Super PAC talking? Mm -hmm. well, well, this is what you 
say. Look at the recent polling that Fox put out. So, so DeSantis dropped six points. Vivek gained six right. points. Then they did. Who would be your second choice? DeSantis was on top, but Vivek went from zero to 22 percent. Right. In right. politics, we call that catching lightning in a bottle. So now you've got right. Vivek getting acknowledgement of his lightning in a bottle, and yet he gets to respond to the memo. Steve Ducey falling in love right there. Got a new one, right? He's not so into DeSantis anymore. Uh, you know, Youngkin, don't know if that's working. I told you it's going to be Tim Scott, Vivek, uh, and, you know, Youngkin. This is this is Murdoch. That's directly Murdoch. Uh, Boris Epstein. Uh, the whole thing on, on DeSantis, they should have just sent the memo, don't act like a robot. You know, be human. I <laughs> show human emotions. Your thoughts and observations, sir. There was actually an interesting piece in USA Today this morning, Steve, and the bottom line was how much humiliation can one candidate take? And it went through all the ways that, that Ron DeSantis, the Florida governor, has been annihilated by President Trump. Uh, and by the way, that nickname being a, a key part of it, which has absolutely caught on, has been extremely descriptive just because of how sanctimonious the Florida governor is. But in terms of the excitement for other candidates, you know, all, I got, all, all I'll say is let's look at the scoreboard victory polling out this morning. President Trump at 61, the Florida government at the Florida governor at 12. So President Trump 61, the Florida governor 12, Chris Christie 6, Vivek, who's I guess catching lightning in the bottle, he's at a big round four. Head to head, President Trump 65, the sanctimonious 23, Head-to-head, President Trump 71, Vivek 15. And I will bet you out of those 15%, at least 14.99 will vote for President Donald J. Trump. So sorry for those who are overly excited and bouncing up and down. That just ain't happening. (laughs) The bottom line, the reality is very clear. President Trump is winning this primary. He's dominating the primary, and he's dominating the general election. And he's going to be our next president because that's the only way we will save our country. Boris, how did uh, your uh, morning newsletter, uh, Instagram, all of it, how did people get to you? Steve, thank you so much. Honored to be with you and great to always cut through the noise and just give the signal to the war room posse. My information, BorisCP.com, hot on BorisCP.com, hot on Getter at BorisCP, Twitter at BorisCP, hot on Truth Social at Boris, and the hottest on the gram, Boris underscore Epstein. Stay strong. God bless. And Shabbat Shalom. Uh, Boris, thank you. I want to bring in uh, Rogan O'Hanley, D.C. Drano. Uh, if we can put up, Rogan, you had an amazing uh, tweet up about it's time to, uh, you know, I don't know what McCarthy's doing here. We got Chip where I'll get to in a minute about, you know, nothing's happening on the cutting of the budget side. The the conservatives intend to come in hot when they get back in September. This continued resolution is not going to happen. You've got a different beef. Your beef is you've picked up where uh, Brian Costello and the team have been. Uh, about Sequoia Capital, where we've been underwriting the Chinese Communist Party's uh, military. And and why is McCarthy not moving forward with impeachment? Why is nothing happening? Why is he not shutting down the CCP? Uh, walk me through your walk me through your tweet. What, what's your what's your biggest complaint? Yeah, I was just trying to air some grievances that I feel millions of us are feeling, right? They impeached our guy twice. They've now come in with their fourth indictment. And McCarthy is pretending like he's a Twitter influencer sending out mean tweets. That's my job. That's other people's jobs. Your job as Speaker of the House, which we begrudgingly gave you that role, is to hold people accountable, start fighting back, because as we've learned throughout our childhoods and teenage, if you don't 
punch back the bully. The bully's just going to keep bullying you. And I'm genuinely worried that there's going to be more indictments, potentially in Arizona, potentially in Michigan, potentially in Pennsylvania. They smell blood in the water and nothing's happening. So my theory as to why nothing is happening is that McCarthy is bought out by Sequoia because Sequoia uh, makes billions from China. I know you've had Brian Costello on and he turned me on to this. And the more I dig, the more I think that's the most viable theory. And what we have uh, learned is Sequoia is donating hundreds of thousands, if not millions, to McCarthy and McConnell, right? We just saw McConnell's statement last week saying it would be a bad idea for the country to impeach Joe Biden. Are you kidding me? So this is reminding me of 2020 when they sold the election. We said, where are the GOP fighters coming to save us? And it's this you know, Trump's getting taken down and they're just watching and saying, oh, yeah, we really don't like it, but they're not doing anything. So here's the theory. Uh, McCarthy gets the money from Sequoia. Sequoia is the biggest U.S. venture capital funder in Chinese uh, in, in all of China, but in their military tech, AI, TikTok, other AI tech. Right. And McCarthy interestingly shut down the House Intel investigation being led by Devin Nunes into Sequoia's dealings in China. And then we have Rep. Mike Gallagher, who's the chair of the committee on the CCP, who says, yeah, we're going to look into these USVC funds investing in China. And then they left Sequoia off the list for the first round of document requests, right? And they said, we're going to take an extra look at Sequoia down the road. So they're clearly protecting Sequoia. And here's where the leverage is. We believe that the DOJ has promised to go after Unleash Hell on McCarthy and other GOP people for protecting Sequoia if they move for impeachment against Biden, Mayorkas, anyone. So the GOP has its hands tied because the top donor funds can't cut off Sequoia money, and now they got leverage for protecting Sequoia. That's the theory, but after these four indictments and McCarthy's still just mean-tweeting like an influencer, it starts to feel a little real. <laughs> Rogan, I want you to hang on for a second, if you can hang through the break, because uh, I want to just wrap this up. You, you've hit some amazing points on this, particularly the DOJ's involvement. Also, in the next hour, a courageous senator from the great state of Georgia, Colton Moore, has put out a uh, sent a letter about a special session. We're going to have all that. Rogan O'Hanley, Senator Colton Moore. We're going to leave in our tribute to the American spirit, American music, one of the great voices in our country, Jim Reeves, and one of the most beautiful songs, Precious Memories. We'll leave you with this morning. At the bottom of the hour, we'll be back momentarily.
who are sick and tired of all the woke propaganda being jammed into every product they consume. Big mobile companies are no different. For years, they have been dumping millions into leftist causes, and we had to take it because you need a cell phone and probably thought there was no alternative, but there is. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative wireless provider, offering dependable nationwide coverage on all three major networks, so you get the best possible service in your area without the woke politics. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're sending a message that you support free speech, religious liberty, the sanctity of life, Second Amendment, and our military veterans and first responder heroes. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy. Keep your phone, keep your number. Just go to PatriotMobile.com Bannon. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon, or call the following number, 878-PATRIOT, P-A-T-R-I-O-T. That's 878-PATRIOT. Get free activation today with the offer code Bannon. Ask about their coverage guarantee while you're there. Get the same dependable service and take a stand for your values. Make the switch today. Remember, stop giving your money to people that don't support your values. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon or call 878-PATRIOT. Do it today. Take action. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, his folks are very proud of him. D.C. Drano's, you know, not in the entertainment business anymore, but using that University of Chicago law degree to good use. Don't bury the lead on me, brother. When you talk about DOJ uh, having something here, Damocles' sword over McCarthy, you're talking about one of the worst demons out there, Lisa Monaco. Her hands are all over these impeachments. She's all over. She she's it's not Merrick Garland. I mean, Merrick Garland's kind of the stooge at the head of it. It's Lisa Monaco who's who's moving this who's moving these pieces around the chessboard. What's her involvement here, uh, at DC? Yeah. So when she was in the National Security Division of the DOJ under Obama, her chief of staff. Uh, a guy named Michael or- Ortiera or something like that. He ends up leaving, going to Skadden. He got plucked in 2022 to be the chief legal officer of Sequoia, right? So Lisa Monaco has her chief of staff as the head legal counsel at Sequoia. So they got their, you know, communication. It, this is like when uh, the DOJ and CIA, they send their guys into big tech. This is the same thing, right? 
This is their protection racket. But guess guess what else I found out? The senior policy director, and shout out to Brian Costello for this, the senior policy director at Sequoia, right, handles public policy, used to work for under the Obama administration, worked on the transition team, worked on the Biden transition team, right? Harry Reid. Guess where he worked before moving over to Sequoia? Royvant Sciences. Where would that be? Royvant hmm, is the company founded, the big pharma company <laughs> founded by Vivek Ramaswamy. Or should I say Ramaswamy? <laughs> well, so, well, hold it. We'll save that. That one's so good. We're going to put a pin in that and save that for another day. Uh, Lisa Monaco, what are you calling on McCarthy to do? You got Chip Roy all over him on this fiasco and debacle on the spending, and Chip Chip Roy's putting down a marker. We're gonna get to that in the second hour when Navarro's on. But what are you specifically calling on? Because I got a man of actions about to follow you, uh, mm-hmm. Senator uh, Colton Moore from the great state of Georgia. What are you calling on uh, McCarthy to do right now, Rogan O'Hanley? Prove to the people that you are not bought out by China. Prove to the people you are not bought out by China and start holding the Biden regime accountable. You know what I say? What would Pelosi do, right? If this was happening under Pelosi to her her lead presidential candidate, yep. we'd already be on our third impeachment, all right? We have to punch back. <laughs> McCarthy right now is just a Twitter influencer. Sir, step up to the role of Speaker of the House, take some action, and start impeaching until they stop indicting. Rogan, how do people uh, get to you? What's the social media hook? Everything. DC Drano on everything. Uh, It's an honor to be on the war room with the war room posse. Thank you, Steve. And let's see what McCarthy does. Keep fighting, brother. You're a hammer. Thank you. You too. We're bringing another hammer right now from Georgia. Senator Colton Moore. Uh, Senator Moore, I want to read your tweet, but I'd like to have you address your letter. As a Georgia state senator, I am officially calling for an emergency session to review the actions of Fonnie Willis. America's under attack. I'm not going to sit back and watch as radical left prosecutors politically target political opponents. And then you send a letter to, uh, the, to the governor. Uh, you're calling for a special session. Tell me what's going on here. What's happening in Georgia and why are you the lone voice I'm hearing right now of reason to protect this republic, sir? Well, I tell you what, just like uh, um, D.C. was talking about holding McCarthy proved that you're not bought out by China. Well, it's time that some Republicans in Georgia prove they are not rhinoceroses because Republican leadership is asleep at the wheel. Steve, we've got a district attorney who's using taxpayer funds, my constituents, tax dollars, and Georgians all across the state to politically persecute. I mean, we're finding ourselves in uncharted territory here, Steve. Here's what I think folks don't get is that Georgia is a state of not just patriots. Georgia is a state of kind of common sense, that common sense that comes from, from hard work. Uh, in build, you know, in, in in building not just a great state, but being a foundational part of this republic from the beginning, I think people are stunned and shocked that this would be happening in Georgia. I know it'd be bad enough if it was in Illinois, or you could see it in New York City. How crazy they are there, even in Washington D.C. But when you talk about a state as great as Georgia, it was many great patriots and citizens. That's what I think so many people are gobsmacked. Like, how can this go on? 
This thing is so over the top. What's happening? What's happening to the Republican Party? Why is it just not? There's outrage in the grassroots level. We, we see it all the time, and we saw it at the election summit uh, over the last couple of days. But, but what is, what's the story at the political class there? I mean, why is it you, you know, I, I think that in the put political this blunt class, letter out to, to, the, to, the, to the governor? Yeah, I, I think in the political class, you've got, you've got a lot of attorneys. Uh, who are legislators. And uh, unfortunately, it's very difficult for them sometimes, I think, to leave the courtroom and come into their job as a lawmaker because they're like, well, you know, we don't want to agitate the the prosecutor or the judge. No, it's time to take action and do your job as a lawmaker, as a legislator. You know, the legislature has the the all-powerful purse. We control the tax dollars. That's why I'm calling for a complete defunding of Fonnie Willis. We also have the power of oversight. We can investigate any judicial or executive officer and have full subpoena power. We have to take advantage of that power. You know, as a lawmaker, you shouldn't be just worried about putting out a Facebook post or a tweet. And that's why I'm calling for a special session and asking people in Georgia to call up their senator, call up their state representative, and ask them to sign on demanding a special session. What would you specifically, if, if, if you got the special session, what would you say the agenda should be? What would, you, what would you like to see on there for debate, and then what actions would you like to see taken? First and foremost, not another taxpayer dollar, not another hard-earned taxpayer dollar going to this district attorney or her office. That would be number one. Number two, start the investigation. Let's look into this district attorney, not just for the political persecution, but what she's doing in her own county. Half of the inmates, the ACLU reports, have yet to be charged with a crime in her jail. It's overflowing. The county commission there is considering a $2 billion new jail because they've got, they're overflown with, uh, with inmates and no justice is taking place. She's not doing her job. Meanwhile, we've got rapper Young Thug, Young Slime, who has been in her court now for a year. They've yet to pick a jury. Okay, so she's got all these problems that are the proper role of government that she should be solving. And meanwhile, she's taking taxpayer money and using her government authority to take on political prisoners. What? what um, also, she came out yesterday and said she wants the trial to start on the, on the 24th. I know President Trump and them have been trying to arrange to even go down and get arraigned. They can't do that. I think she went on vacation for a couple of days, but they said they can't do that. It's all kind of confusion there of even taking this to the next step for processing. She wants a trial in March, and you refer to this gang trial, this RICO charge. I think there's six or eight months into that on a RICO. They came and get a jury. So, I mean, how, she's kind of making uh, uh, the state of Georgia look like buffoons because the stuff she's asking for is so unprofessional, sir. Yeah, absolutely. More the reason uh, to impeach. She's not doing her proper role and job uh, as commanded to her in the Constitution. You know, and, and, and these charges, they're novel charges. I mean, they're, they're putting charges down for, for making tweets. I have a fellow senator who's tied up in this indictment, and they're going after our lieutenant governor. I mean, my goodness, the, the lieutenant governor goes before the judge and shows that she had held a fundraiser for his political opponent. And that's the only reason why he didn't become uh, number 20. And there's only 19 indictments. But then the prosecutorial counselor is uh, looking for a special prosecutor against him. I mean, 
we're in uncharted territories. And what type of precedent is this going to set in the future? Someone runs for office and they're scared to death to say anything because they think the judicial branch is going to come in and prosecute them. What what world are we living in? You 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 came forward right away and said, "Hey, this has got to stop. We we owe it to the people of Georgia and the country to to get on top of this and call a special session." The rest of the political class, operatives, consultants in Georgia, where do they stand right now on this? Um, I would say, you know, like I said before, a lot of them are litigators and, and, and they have forgotten to take off that hat and put on the lawmaker cap. Uh, a, a lot are just simply afraid. They're just cowardice. Uh, you know, their second round of indictments, they don't want to get caught up in that. Uh, and then others, you know, I can't speak for them. Maybe you should have them on your show. Uh, but I'm I'm certain that enough political pressure, enough people calling in from the grassroots, and that's why I encourage people to to call in, take action yourself, demand your lawmakers do their job, flex their legislative authority, and put a check and balance on this wild rogue DA. Uh, Colton, uh, before we let you go, tell us a little bit about yourself. What's your background? Tell us about your district. So, so I represent Northwest Georgia. Um, it's uh, where Alabama, Tennessee come together. Uh, we've got Lookout Mountain and a bunch of beautiful farmland. Uh, I'm a fifth generation Georgian, and I, I intend to fight for this state at all costs. I am not gonna. I'm 29 years old, Steve. I don't. I don't want to live the next 30 years of my life worried about what I'm gonna say. I mean, let me tell you this story. Right after these indictments, I was talking to my mom and I said, you know, I, I don't want to just put up a Facebook post like it's time that I, we do our job and we take action. That's why I called for the special session. She was so worried. She was like, I don't know if you should be meddling in this. Like, look at the charges. These people, they may go to jail for life. And I said, Mom, that's exactly why I have to start speaking. Because no red-blooded American, no fifth-generation Northwest Georgian is going to have some DA in Atlanta cower me down. Amazing. Uh, how do we get to your, your social media to follow this? And, and, and uh, we'll get the number of where to call, but I want everybody, particularly our, our big audience in Georgia, uh, to, yeah. to focus on this because this is very important what Colton's saying. Colton, what, how do they get to your website, find out more about you and your social media? Yeah, thanks, Steve. It's, uh, it's coltonmore.com. That's C-O-L-T-O-N-M-O-O-R-E.com. And uh, you can sign on to the official petition there. You can find other ways to get involved. I could certainly use your support. I tell you what, the uh, political establishment, uh, they are not happy with me. Of course, I don't care. You know, a, a politician, an elected official's natural state is to do nothing because they think everything they're going to do is going to cause opposition. But I take a different mindset. My job is to do what I campaigned on. And I told the folks back home when they elected me that I would fight with every ounce that I had to fight for freedom and liberty. Uh, Senator Colton Moore uh, from Georgia, thank you very much for joining Steve, us. Steve, we'll thanks make sure for having we'll me. You keep up the good page. fight yourself. <laughs> thank you, brother. Appreciate it. Patriot and a hero right there. The important thing also, under 30 years old. We've got a rising uh, tide of, I'm telling you, patriots. You see it in this, uh, this new generation. They're fighters and they're not going to back down. They're not going to back down. The reason they're not going to back down, they understand the stakes. Look, look at his mom. Another patriot calls him up and says, hey, look at this. These people could go to prison. Should you get involved? His response, mom, I've got to. 
That's the worry. His his mom has the worry that most of the nation, and that's what they're trying to. That's what they're trying to do. What they're trying to do is 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 beat you down, and that's why they're coming after in West, in Michigan and in Georgia these uh, these at least citizens stand up as electors. That's why this radical governor of Wisconsin, Katie Hobbs, they're coming in Arizona and Wisconsin. Wait for it, they're coming. And in Georgia, you've got someone like Colt Moore that's going to stand and deliver, and you got to have his back. So I want everything. Grace and Captain Bannon can push this out. Jane Zirkel, I want to make sure we get as many people to there to read it, to think about it, and to sign it if you are so inclined. It's Fight Club all day. We're here in the war room. Short commercial break. Back in a moment. COVIDtaxrelief.org got a small retail business almost $80,000. COVIDtaxrelief.org got a manufacturing business nearly two hundred and fifty grand, And COVIDtaxrelief.org just got a large distribution business almost $900,000. If you run a business, church, or nonprofit and paid your employees through all or part of the pandemic, you could qualify for up to $26,000 per employee through the government's CARES Act. But beware of clickbait or pay upfront companies who make you do the work and take a huge percentage of your refund. COVIDtaxrelief.org receives a low reasonable commission only after you receive your refund. And with 300 CPAs and tax experts, no one is better at getting you the maximum benefit than COVIDtaxrelief.org. Visit COVIDtaxrelief.org now because this plan expires soon. That's COVIDtaxrelief.org, COVIDtaxrelief.org. The refund examples are not a guarantee and not all businesses qualify. That's why you have to check today with COVIDtaxrelief.org. Org. Your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Our country's going to hell, and we're not going to be the big bar. We have power, but it's waning. In fact, it's waning in terms of our currency. And I'm not just talking about the value of our currency. I'm talking about our currency being used throughout the world. You want it to remain. You want the dollar to remain the world's reserve currency. Well, I think it's bigger than losing any war. Mm-hmm. I think if it doesn't, uh, look, we are already reverting to third world status in many ways. You look at our airports, you look at our terminals, you look at our filthy roads and broken roads and everything else. We're like a third world country. We have something that's very powerful, and that's our dollar all over Mm -hmm. but you take a look at what's happening to it now with other countries not using it and you know china wants to replace it with Mm -hmm. the yuan Mm -hmm. and it was unthinkable with us unthinkable would never have happened now people are thinking about it that could happen um i want to get that entire cudlow and maybe i put it up on getter and i'll do commentary on it um it shows you and this is why it's ridiculous. Trump's not going to do the debate. It's absurd. He's not going to stand up there with the Keebler elves. It's absurd. We're in a country. We're in a country in a crisis right now. A massive crisis. A deeper crisis this country has ever had. Now, don't say that lightly. Deeper crisis than before the before the revolution. A deeper crisis than before the Civil War. And right there, 
you see President Trump when you know, and and Larry Kudlow, Larry Kudlow and I don't agree on everything. Economics people know that, but Larry's a good man and will ask good, straightforward questions and let Trump talk and not try to know you know the gotchas and the and and getting off off tangent with all the stuff that's irrelevant. President Trump, right there, getting to the heart of it. Over the last seventy-two hours, <clears throat> the mask is starting to come off the Chinese Communist Party. We got to keep. We got to stop dancing around the edges here. We have a political class that is funded by the CCP through the private equity groups, through guys like Larry Fink, these destructive individuals who, for their own benefit, have sold this country. This is how they got. This is how Biden got into it all. This is how Hunter Biden and raising that money, $1.5 billion for his private equity fund when Biden was VP. That's all going to come out if Comer drops the hammer. If McCarthy finally – and McCarthy's kind of compromised here. I think, I think D.C. Drainer's right. I think Brian Costello's right. I think current Derek Harvey's right. Right there, Trump's talking about the, the, the centrality of the prime reserve currency. Yes, the prime reserve – us being the prime reserve currency comes with tremendous responsibilities. And maybe we don't want those responsibilities over time. That is a national discussion we have to have as a people, as a people, and then decide if we don't want that. But if it's just all of a sudden you it collapses, you're going to have chaos in this country. And right now, Chip Roy's got a ten a tweet a thread out about what's going to happen, what the what the House Freedom Caucus and others are going to demand. Uh, with if there's any even talk of a CR, and my point is, let Biden shut down his government. We've got to take a stand here. You've got to take a stand. You've seen everything in the Republican Party. Think about everything the establishment in the House is working on. They refuse to go forward with a formal impeachment inquiry, which is necessary, right? They refuse to go forward and, and, and do this. And by the way, we're playing the, the thread right now of Chip Roy. And if Grace and Mo can put that out, I want everybody to take their time and read it because it's quite powerful. Um. All the happy talk you heard about appropriations, it's not happening. That was all a lie. We told you to lie at the time. And now we're in now we're here in this jam. And we're run up a massive deficit. It's gonna be a record deficit this year for a non COVID related time. You're gonna have two trillion dollars, as we told you. Oh, by the way, the Ukraine war, all the lies that they told you, and we told you the truth from the very first day in Ukraine. And now it's all coming out. In fact, at 6 o'clock, I'm going to get Ben, and he, he and I are going to go through in detail about all this. And the, now the, the discussion is there's been 200,000 ca- 200, Ukrainian casualties. They're talking 50,000 killed in action. 50,000, and that is the best young men they had. The best young men they had have been thrown into that pit, the Chernobyl House, in eastern Ukraine, because of Zelensky and these other corrupt people and people here in the United States of America that made money off it, big money off it. It's a disgrace. And you have right there President Trump with that kind of logic. And, you know, he comes and, hey, Larry, the 1.9%, that's perfect on the inflation because that's what we want the two. Boom. Who else knows that? What other politician knows that? And, I mean, really knows it, not just reading a talking point. you got to read the memo from uh, – got to read the memo. Uh, we'll get it up on DeSantis. It's not just don't act like a robot. It's so infantile, the instructions they're giving him. It's like you talk to a baby. These are not serious people. Are you kidding me? That, that collection of Keebler elves in, the, in a time of the greatest crisis this nation's ever had, internal crisis, with an administrative state, a leviathan, that the founders and framers would never in a million years ever condone. At the same time, hurtling towards a kinetic war. 
And she's more dangerous than ever because now he's got to cover his tracks with his people as the economy collapses, as the real estate market collapses. They can't cover it up anymore. He'll whip up, he'll whip up the Chinese people to try to go after Taiwan, and we're going to hurtle into a uh, kinetic war. Okay, we got a lot more in the second hour. So ended the lesson for the D block. We'll be back. We got a lot more to go through, uh, including uh, Mike Lindell is going to join us and kind of summarize this plan he has later in the hour. But we're going to get on the CCP money, the economy. All of it. Uh, we're going to leave you with Precious Memories. What a great song to end a Friday with. One of the American greats, Jim Reeves. What a voice. What a song. Precious Memories. Be back in a moment. Seen angels sent from somewhere to my soul. COVIDtaxrelief.org got a small retail business almost $80,000. COVIDtaxrelief.org got a manufacturing business nearly two hundred and fifty grand, And COVIDtaxrelief.org just got a large distribution business almost $900,000. If you run a business, church, or nonprofit and paid your employees through all or part of the pandemic, you could qualify for up to $26,000 per employee through the government's CARES Act. But beware of clickbait or pay upfront companies who make you do the work and take a huge percentage of your refund. COVIDtaxrelief.org receives a low reasonable commission only after you receive your refund. And with 300 CPAs and tax experts, no one is better at getting you the maximum benefit than covid taxrelief.org visit covidtaxrelief.org now because this plan expires soon that's covidtaxrelief.org covidtaxrelief.org the refund examples are not a guarantee and not all businesses qualify that's why you have to check today with covidtaxrelief.org veterans you know we have been all over this supply chain issue with china in medications, 
and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in extreme short supply across the United States. But you know that because you're a viewer or listener of the show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit jacemedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, jacemedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical. That's one word, J-A-S-E, medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today, check it out. 